Welcome back to Respect the Drive. I'm your host, Tedward, and today we have an awesome guest who's gone through some rough times. Yes, even in 2020, <laughs> times can be rough. I've got Justin Ortiz, but you'll know him better as the curator of the All Car News Instagram, which got disabled. Ooh, at 144,000 followers. Great information on that page. That's where I learn a lot about upcoming stuff. I, I tend to I tend to stray away from the car rumors and things of that nature. But man, Justin really knows how to put together a concise and appealing technical document to show you what's coming up. But before we talk to Justin, I, I need to get something off my chest. I feel like there's been a glitch in the matrix. I Not only have I experienced some ridiculous cars recently, including the SL65 AMG Black Series, yeah, the V12 bi-turbo monster. What a what a shock to the senses that thing is. I've driven a bunch of K cars that were just mind-blowing and fun, some slow, like the 38-horsepower Acti, and some just total monsters, like the four-cylinder turbocharged Daihatsu Mira TRXX Avanzado R. That's a mouthful, and I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but it doesn't matter. It's not about knowing the facts on the cars. It's about how they drive, and that thing is unreal. I thought I knew what hot hatches were. I, I had no idea until I drove that car. But that's not where I'm seeing the glitch. The glitch is I was in a garage a few days ago, and there was a 1965 Lehman Peterson limousine. It was LBJ's presidential limousine. It was so cool to see this, to sit in it, to touch it, to play with it, to pick up the presidential phone in the back. Hello, this is President Edward. And the owner told me a story about how few of these existed. They're, they're pretty rare, and basically the president had one, uh, his cabinet members had one, and Elvis had one. That stuck with me. I'm like, wow, of course Elvis had one. Fast forward no more than 24 hours. I'm in an undisclosed location. I don't need to tell you where this is, but I am in the basement of another garage, and I said, oh my God, that limo looks really familiar. He goes, yeah, that's Elvis's Lehman Peterson limo. Within 24 hours, I'm sitting in Lyndon B. Johnson's limo, and then boom, there's the Elvis limo that I was told existed 24 hours ago. Insane. Absolutely insane. And if I had a celebrity-owned coach-built limousine, I know exactly where I'd keep it to stay safe. Garage 42 in Woburn, Massachusetts. They'll provide a climate-controlled environment for your special ride. Check them out at garage42.com. That's garage, F-O-R-T-Y-T-W-O.com. But without further ado, let's get into it with Justin. Before we hit up all of the craziness of what happened this week, <laughs> I think I want to hear from you. Because, like, you know, it's sometimes when I characterize people's work their like their whether it's their instagram it's their youtube channel like i don't know that i'm necessarily like the eye to say this is what that is like i see it for what i see it as i mean when i see your stuff i'm always just blown away at the attention to detail and the stuff that you find early on and i know that a lot of the stuff although somewhat public isn't stuff that's yeah. readily available um and so what is all car news to you like what is this thing well, believe it or not, it all really started for, I mean, I always had this love of cars. Every, you know, my father, when I was growing up, he had a Porsche 928. So I always like, we grew up with that for a little bit, got rid of it. I always had Subarus our whole life. So yeah. stay, stay, keeping the boxer engines in the family. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I've always been into cars ever since I was little. And, you know, as I grew older, I started developing a lot of other skills like photography and drawing and designing i was always very like innovative like building things and stuff sure but i always st stuck with like this whole car idea so i wanted to create an account like early on this is back in 2012 i mean it was just like a fun thing i did do to like share stuff and but going how old now, were you in 2012 12 oh my god <laughs> yeah so it was just like a it was just like a fun thing i was doing at that point but it was really around 2016 I was in high school at that point, and I don't know. I was always very different than everyone else. I, I love to be more doing work. I like to like build things and like invent crazy things and share them with people. And you know, it just grew into me really doing this a lot more, putting more effort into it, getting more detailed, and um, starting to explore YouTube, starting to like um, interact. I like uh, the big thing was interaction with um, a lot of my followers and the community. 
um, especially like the automotive community here has been growing a lot recently in New York. But I mean, and as I, far so I mean, you had you had started the the all car news community oh, at that point. Yeah, no. At first, it really was just sharing news. It started just sharing like the news everyone was talking about, out putting on Instagram, putting my take on a lot of things, and you know. I'm just typing stuff up when I used to be doing it, saying things I liked about the cars and design wise. And that was in high school. That was like kind of where it started. Yeah. Early in high school, I was like, start like typing out, have like notes and stuff on my computer. I would like start trying to form. (laughs) I was like formatting things. My, one of my big things was I wanted to have the name everywhere. So I, I opened up Facebook, Twitter. It was, I had like a blog spot blog at one point. There was just stuff everywhere. I was trying to reach out to like bigger accounts and pages like, hey, you want to share my post or something? Try to yeah, when <laughs> get the name out. And when you're that young, like you're fearless. You're not thinking like, oh, I hope this guy doesn't reject oh, yeah. me. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll just yeah. I'll talk to anybody. I think the fearlessness has always been a big thing about it because it's, I mean, Instagram itself, everything's a risky thing these days. Be well, it's funny because it's true, but it's funny. It's like one of those things where like a lot of people feel like, Oh, I couldn't reach out to that person because I don't have the clout yet. I don't have the following yet. When you're young, like you don't care. You're just like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, it started all evolving a little bit. Um, I started getting more into like the automotive YouTubers a lot. So I started watching a whole bunch. I was constantly watching reviews, uh, uh, constant. Who were your go-tos back then? Oh, jeez. I mean, I I was big in the day when the whole um, big YouTubers were Beautiful Virgins, um, Street Speed 720, 717, was, was, yeah. Um, yeah, 717. Um, Salamon was really big on all that stuff. I was really into that. But not just that. I love the review stuff. So I was big follower of Redline Reviews really early on. Oh, my gosh. Sofian. Yeah. <laughs> and then I caught the Winding Road um, whole bunch, like back in 2017 or something. And I got hooked onto those videos. That's, just the I, drives I, I would have been just starting at Winding Road at that point. Like that was re- like literally oh, I love those videos. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's so it's, bizarre. Yeah, it's you and um the other guy that's the working Topher. on it. The Topher, yeah, Chris you know, I, <laughs> I was listening to one of your other podcasts earlier um, before, and you were talking about how a lot of people confuse you guys. I was like, I, I did that at one point, I think. Your accounts are similar, and I was like, <laughs> who am I dealing with here? But, I, was at, yeah. I was at Chris's house once, uh, because I, I'll go out to Detroit and just spend like you know a, a week or two with him just to hang out. And, yeah. you know, I borrow his car, like I'll take his yeah. Lexus and like, they, they're not big coffee drinkers in the house. So like, I have to go out and get coffee every day when I'm there. So I, there's a little coffee shop up the street. So every morning I wake up, I brush my teeth. I like, like basically zombie walk to the key basket and yeah. just like, I go into the Lexus, the GX 460 and I go to the coffee shop and I was in the coffee shop and I'm like half awake and I'm waiting for my, for my cup to come out. And this guy walks up to me and he just stares at me and I'm like, Oh God, like what the fuck is going on? And he's like, are you? And I'm thinking to myself, Oh my God, I'm getting recognized in Michigan. And then he goes, the Topher. And I was like, no, I'm Tedward. He goes, Oh shit. I watch you too. And he's like, but like, wait, that's the Topher's truck. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> I like oh, really <laughs> like scrambled his brain, but yeah. Um, That's but, funny. But yeah, we do get mixed up a little bit, except everyone thinks his voice sounds like Savage Geese, Mark. Um, oh my gosh. So <laughs> if you look at any of his videos, the comments are always like, is this the goose? <laughs> I, I love a big fan of. Big fan of Savage Geese too. I use amazing content. They're Super doing well. technical. Just, so yeah. Oh that, my gosh. Yeah. I can see how that but, would appeal to you for sure. Yeah. No, because what I started doing, at least, at least in the past, I would say the last three years. I was getting older. I'm mean, a bit more serious. Like I really want to turn this into more of like a business or something. Yeah. So I really started like pushing more with like the interaction with people on Instagram, like talking to people. And that's when I got I started I didn't realize how respected I guess people are giving me. I don't know, I'm an eighteen year old kid. People are sending me the that's where I got the CAD files for um <laughs> the Mach E before it came out. I straight up did, did not know how old you were. Like cause I, I know no one really did. It was funny. Was it was like, so bizarre when I saw this? your face. I'm like, this guy, this guy's in high school. I was like, what the hell yeah. is going on? Because <laughs> it was maybe a year or two ago, and I, I don't know how exactly you might have messaged me or something happened. Like you might have reposted like something silly yeah. I did. Maybe it was the Lamborghini. I don't know. Like that's the most <laughs> likely thing. But and I was like, oh, dude, this guy's like pretty big. And then I remember I casually mentioned it to somebody or like my group chat and Will Lee, PTSRS was like, oh, dude, yeah. all car news. He's legit. And I was like, OK. And that like that's when I was like, oh, I'm wow. going to follow this guy because like he he's the one when when he says like, oh, that guy's legit. Then I'm like, OK, I'm in like I'm I'll, I'll oh, listen. Wow. 
because cool. he, he's obsessed with this kind of stuff. So when yeah. you have followers like that, when you have like quality followers that are like, oh yeah, because I mean, a lot, like what you post, if I just looked at it at the surface level and I just saw like, oh, this or that, or like photo, photo. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of repost accounts like that, but you go deeper than that. You tend to give way, and you, and you have answers for people beyond the press releases. Um, yeah. And this is, and I'm not going to blow too much smoke up your ass, but there was one <laughs> thing you said that I was like, Oh, I love this kid because you, it might've been for like a Maserati or something, but someone asked like, are they going to put this engine in this thing? And you were like, yeah. absolutely not because the architecture of this chassis <laughs> can't fit, uh, anything more than like a 90 degree VA, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh my God, like you, you like actually know what you're talking about. And yeah. it, it was great. Cause I, I'm a driver. I, you know, I, I can only comment on like yeah. what I'm feeling behind the wheel and if you were to say like, how come they didn't put this power plant in it? Like I could probably give you reasons why they might not have, but I wasn't, I'm not looking at it from a designer perspective usually. And I'm always impressed yeah. with your insight into deeper, like the deeper technical restrictions or whatever. Like, you know, stuff about these cars beyond just specifications. You understand yeah. like the purpose, its place in the world. Like, why is it in this segment? And yeah. that's why I started following you. Awesome. Well, I mean, you know, that's like one of the things I've, I've been starting to notice about my, myself actually and started pushing is why I kind of like went beyond just doing news. Like I wanted to start talking about like and starting to do YouTube videos and stuff. I want right. to start talking about like the, like the engineering and the weird details, like what you're talking about that no one really knows or like is a clueless about. And I think that was fed mostly in part from I'm getting a lot of people sending me this stuff. Like I'd have like insider people <laughs> like will just send me this crazy information and stuff. Like I, I have now I have like friends at Rivian at Ford right? and all these the companies who have been like, you know, sharing tidbits in here and there. And then we'll answer my questions. If I have like questions on like the chassis and stuff or engine or what's going on behind the scenes and things. So when did I like it, to share that. Yeah. When did yeah. it, did, was there like a, like a, like a certain time when it was just surging where you're like, Oh my God, like this yeah. went from, Oh, I have like a thousand followers to like, what just happened? Yeah, so I mean, from just having the account as like a fun little thing from like 2012 on until I would say 2017 when I started taking it a bit more seriously, it was like really pretty stagnant. I was around like 16, 15,000 followers. Right. Um, but I started doing a lot more like video content on Instagram. Like I was at the auto shows in New York doing like the in depth reviews about stuff and the coverage was like, it was a lot. Like no one really seen before. And um, Salamandran actually picked me up on his YouTube channel at the time. But this is when he was like really big on YouTube. And he was like sharing my content. And then he contacted me to start doing news with him and spreading it out through that. Um, yeah, he, we, we've been really good actually friends pretty well since. And we've been sharing stuff. And that's when it really started picking up because more people started noticing it more. Nothing like a good and collaboration sharing to it. get your name out. Yeah, there. definitely. Um, I mean, then I also started getting more things of a car and driver. I started we're chatting about some stuff. I was giving them renders and they were going to be using them. So oh, it started wicked. just real. Yeah, I started really expanding out more and more and more. Um, and then, like, th I would say last year and this year is probably when it just exploded. I right. mean, I went from 20,000 to 144,000. That's crazy. And you know what? I don't. Everyone's like, oh, followers are so big. Yeah, it's cool to have a lot of followers. It helps, you know. For sure. It um, gives it a little more, more recognizable. <laughs> exactly. But I'm really here for the community and the people behind it and sharing like the car stuff because that's my that's what I love to do about it. I love to talk to people about it. Like I, the, the questions and comments I get, like everyone giving me like buying advice, like what car should I buy? What's like better in terms of this engine or size and like they, it's nice that they trust me enough to actually give them advice and everything behind it, which is, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, you know, we all do the thing where, you know, when you're small or whatever, whatever size you are, you think, oh, if, if I had 10,000, then I'd be like, then I'd be somebody. And then when you have 10,000, you're like, man, if I had like 25,000, I'd be, I'd be doing this. It'd be great. Yeah. Then you get to 25,000 and you're like, man, if I had like 50,000, then I'd be legit. I'm still like small time. It's yeah. like, people don't realize like no matter what you do, like, you legitimately always feel like, oh man, there's another level. Like I have, this oh, isn't yeah. what I thought it was going to be. I thought it could be, I thought, it, I thought I'd be huge with this number yeah. and it's just, it no, never feels that way. It's way too hard. No matter all the, like, the amazing content, like you, you make amazing content yourself. I appreciate it. And you know, it, I'm sure you understand how hard it is to, if you want to like grow followers, it's just not like 
snap my fingers no, and I mean, a bunch of followers now. Like you, I mean, I've been at this for quite a few years now. Like, well, I don't know, probably like 2016 is when I like put up a video that I guess I would say like is a YouTube. It was a vlog. It wasn't car related. Yeah. It was like, it was like, a, I think my first like YouTube video was like a vlog on Valentine's Day of like me and my sister, like just like running errands or something. And I don't know what it was. I don't know what we were doing. I don't even remember. I just remember like we yeah. were in her Jetta and that was it. Um, oh, wow. And then it just evolved into like, uh, this makes more sense if I just do car stuff because the YouTubers I was watching at the time were like um, the Seb Delaney, Shmi, uh, oh, right. Paul Wallace, um, like they were all interesting me because they were all doing, they were all collaborating in Monaco at Seb Delaney's house. Yep. And I had not heard of any of them like individually. Like it wasn't like, oh, I'm following Shmi and then, oh, he's at this place. It was like, I discovered them all at once. Like yeah. I was like, well, who are these people and why do they live here and what is going on? And, yep. and why is there just like a 675 LT in the driveway? Like what, what is this? Yeah, was... um, and I like fell in love with that, and then I was like, I'm watching this every day, and then I knew I'm not gonna. I knew I knew I wasn't gonna make those videos, but I'm like, I want to make stuff. I like the idea that they're all making stuff, so I, that's what got me started. But, um, but you're right. Like it takes that dedication of like I need to have a schedule. I need to have oh, yeah. like like consistent content, and I don't know that I knew what that meant until like somewhat recently because my content was always all over the map because i didn't it wasn't for anyone but me it was like yeah oh i'm gonna go do this thing and like hey if people watch it cool um but now i'm definitely taking it on more as like a serious thing where i'm like i need to make money at this but i also want it to be reflective of who i am so exactly last six months it went from like because i quit my job and i'm like i gotta just do this i gotta i gotta build this and i like figured out my format and i I overcomplicated it for so many years. I'm like, I've got like five cameras. I've got all these mics. I'm doing all this stuff. And I'm like, this is so stupid. Nobody cares and nobody's watching it. So why yeah. are you spending the effort? And then I started doing the POV thing. And I'm like, what if I just put my own flavor on the POV and drive the hell out of a car? Like, let's yeah. just go do that. Um, and that's where it's taken off. Like the last three months, it's like literally tripled in size. Like it's just gone like, oh, boom, wow. like growth wise. I mean, it's just, it's going gangbusters. It's fantastic. So, I mean, you're totally right. Like when you put the effort into saying like, this is what my content looks like and this is what it's going to be. And I'll continue to improve it. But of course, yeah. you know, you, you've got to like, you've got to kind of pick a lane and, and go for it. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. Um, but, oh yeah. No, how much, how much time do you dedicate to these stories? All right. I don't know how to phrase that. Maybe, maybe that's like a, a, a crazy way to put that though. But like you have no, so no. many stories every day and I'm like, how do you know this? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, it's gotten to a point where I've been able to like develop it into like a formula. I've just been doing it so long. So uh, here's a little bit of my process. So I developed like that most stories thing. I call them quick tags. So it was, um, it was just like hashtag ACN, all car news, whatever right. brand it was. Right. So I kind of used that as like an archive on Instagram for all those stories. And I don't know if you've noticed, anyone's noticed that all my posts, they're like, it's like the top section, middle, like, and it's like the same like layout for most of them. But I mean, all there's like little different engine specs and stuff, whatever. So if I need to go to like, I don't know, the new Hyundai Tucson or something that come out, I'll go over ACN Hyundai and just copy that format into my notes and then fill in all the new info right in there really quick. So I already have like maybe the specs are already there, the hashtags are already there, so I don't have to keep like redoing all that stuff. Right, you're not time. rewriting things. Yeah, just, yeah. So there's that aspect to it, and then I have um, uh, just getting the news. So I have people sending me like stuff, so that requires more time. I have to like go through, do some investigation, make sure it's legit. It was not some kind of like random thing they're just spitting out of their mouth. Yeah, that's tough. Um, that's re so that's really yeah. tough because when you're like legitimately wrong about something, people are like, "Dude, what, oh, where's, yeah. he, where's he getting his source? Like, what's his source?" Yeah, exactly. Like, um, what is it? This new Lexus V8 thing. That was a whole big talk. I had some people in the comments, "Oh, this is never going to happen. This is never going to happen." They're claiming to be like a Lexus representative. Well, the person who's telling me is from Lexus, and I know they're from Lexus. So. Right. <laughs> I mean, you may not know that, but it's it's just that type of stuff. Like, people are always going to be doubting and try to 
to whatever they need to do. But. Yeah, and it's always interesting to me, like what gets. So I worked um, in uh, in the auto industry as like an engineer. I was a project manager. Well, I wasn't an engineer. I am an engineer, but I wasn't an engineer for the auto industry. Thank God, I shouldn't be. Um, I can tell them what's wrong. I can't tell them how to make it right. Uh, <laughs> but 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 like that was the thing. It's like you'd be working with like Ford and Hyundai and all these companies, and you would be I'd be developing sensors, and I would get like you know code names for what their projects were. Yeah, and and like slowly but surely, you know. You'd get, they'd start these like three to five years out and you'd slowly but surely learn what they were going on to. And like, yeah. oh, this is for a V8 platform. This is for this. This is for that. And, you know, you'd get little drawings here. And like a lot of folks like wouldn't necessarily care because they're just like, oh, yeah, I'm just developing this sensor. They're not car nerds. Whereas I'm like looking at a yeah, diagram like, and I'm like, hmm, that looks like a kind of like a Coyote V8. Like, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what this, this must be for a yeah. Mustang. Like, we got to talk about what this is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You, 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 you've developed this network of sources over, over the years. And yeah, and that's how you're getting like the information you get and how you corroborate it and like confirm oh it. yeah definitely a lot of like the first pushing like information like that no one else has yet that's where i get it all from like there's no i'm not scouring forms all night to try to find something like no i don't even have time for that well plus it's uh, like usually, not, it's likely not valid it's like you, no. you just i mean it's like it's like going on um sonyrumors.com and trying to figure out what the a7s2 is going to be before it came out it's like yeah. it could have said anything you don't know yeah but um, one thing I have noticed actually is like my understanding of all of these things is so like I've created this crazy complex nature of it that I have to realize that not everyone's going to know what I'm talking about all the time. So I kind of have to like explain it a bit more because I'm like pro- like shouting at people in comments and stuff. And I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> they're not going to have any idea what I is. What's the Giorgio platform? How is it relating to like this and this? Everyone's like, what? No, these have this has this badge, this badge. They're both Italian, same car, you know. <laughs> so no, it's true, and and it's funny, but. I mean, yeah. you must have the best idea of like badge engineering too, because there are times when oh, like yeah. things go on, you know, it's the same platform. You get a couple different things. Yeah. So that's, that's knowledge that I wish I had, especially like, I wish I knew more about, um, certain platforms from like a decade ago, because for example, like if you drive any FCA product, you can like trace it back to Mercedes from, you know, oh, the yeah. early 2000s. Oh yeah. And it's great. It's like, I've had to learn that and I've had to go back, but like I, I those weren't cars that were on my radar until like I got into like press fleets like no no one's handing no like no like random guy is like hey drive my durango i mean that's not (laughs) happening but like if fca is like yeah here take this thing go thrash it like yeah i'm gonna do it it's fun it's a yeah of course um but yeah i have to like i have to go and dig through resources and you know a lot of these resources are wrong like for example, yes. I was I was doing the um, the the AutoZam AZ1 the other day. Now I knew, okay. I knew a lot of the cars I drive. I know almost nothing about. Like the day before <laughs> I drive them, I just like scour the internet. I read as much as I can. I don't watch reviews though because I don't want to be tainted by someone else's I, opinion. Yep, I understand that. So I like I've done that, and I'm like, Ugh, now I'm just parroting what I heard. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I, I almost never watch a review. But one thing that I noticed the other day was. AZ1, it's a it's a 656 or 7 cc uh, inline three with a turbo, and oh, I looked at Jalopnik and they wrote that they wrote on the Jalopnik article this big AZ1 like the greatest thing you never heard of kind of article. They said yeah. it was a 1.3 liter, which means that that author went on Wikipedia, saw I3, and thought it said 1.3. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's not okay. And it's still there. This is like from two years ago. I'm like, you could easily edit that. Yeah. And it's just still there. Jesus. So, hey, Jalopnik, <laughs> maybe just go check on that AutoZam yeah. article. But yeah, like, double check sources. <laughs> yeah. So it is weird when you see stuff like that because even the experts, you know, maybe Jalopnik is kind of loosely experts. A lot of it's more yeah. just like fluffy, like listicles, like BuzzFeed. But, um, you know, a, a, like the, you have to be careful of who you trust. So, you know, what I've seen you writing always tends to be pretty legitimate stuff. But, all right. This is where everything turns because. Now we understand who you are, what you do, but you have just encountered like every, every social media person's biggest fear, <laughs> their biggest nightmare yes. is you build this monster audience. You're so comfortable. You've got your streamlined posting strategy. Your whole life is just like, I know what I'm doing today because I'm following my passion and there's 144,000 people who are going to check out what I'm doing and yeah. they're relying on this information and I'm entertaining them and educating them. And then it gets banned then you lose your instagram account what the fuck happened 
<laughs> I mean, just before even getting into that, I mean, I'm doing Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, all by myself. This is so, <laughs> so, much, this is so much work. It's, it's, it's insane. Whenever I tell people that, it's like ridiculous. I don't understand how you're doing all that. But so like I'm grateful to be on all these platforms and actually have some sort of a little bit of a following on all of them. So the community is always there. Well, you so bring up a good this, point, though. Diversification is important because when you lose yes, your voice, if your entire voice is 144,000 people on one platform and it goes away, how do you tell them? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that, was one, that was one of my biggest fears. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to always have some backups and stuff. But um, no, this was, I, I guess you can say it was a cursed 2020, just continuing on the rampage of the apocalypse this year. Yeah, but, man. <laughs> I think it all started last month, actually. Um, there was a Subaru product plan that was leaked. Everyone reshared it. Autoblog, Road and Track, all of these major publications were sharing it. I sh- and I, you know, I like to go into detail with these things. So I shared it like four or five times on my story, on my post, did a YouTube video about it. Sure. About a week, about a week later, we all everyone gets copyright notifications. They've all been removed. They went nuts, Subaru. I mean, this never happens. So everyone was like in shock. I'm and getting what, notifications. What, what was the platform? What was the car? Um, it was actually, not to dig your hole a, deeper. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, I could, <laughs> it was like an image. What they call proprietary information. Okay. Um, it was an image of like a product plan for future products. Okay. Of okay. the actual product plan. Oh, like, all right. it was like their like, roadmap, like their like, oh, like yeah. projected road. <laughs> Everything oh, that's sh- happening for the next six years. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. pretty big. Yeah. That's big. It that's, was pretty big. That's I refreshes. Mean, everyone, that's new products. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, everyone was talking about it. I mean, you know, everyone always talks about these things. There's some like little hiccups here and there, but sure. this has never happened on like this whole wide scale like this was. So I'm, I was actually at work because I work over the summer at a, a managing a whole park and a pool. Um, but I'm, I got a notification on my phone, like copyright notification. Your post is taken down. Your post is taken down. Your video is done. Like, what's going on right now? So I, I'm into like panic mode and like, what's going on? What's going on? Right. Talking with like the, they have a like, law firm to talk. It was crazy. It was just crazy stuff going on. But, you know, luckily they were like nice about it. They're like, oh, take it down. It'll be gone. I'm like, okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. So, but there's, you know, Instagram and all these accounts, they have like a record of your like um, strikes or whatever it's called. Oh, oh yeah, you oh yeah. They did a bunch of times. Yeah, I mean that it wasn't from this actually. Um, I guess maybe this recent one did it. So someone's this is um, goes back a little bit earlier. I was saying got to be careful, a little bit more careful on who's sending you stuff. Right. Um. Uh. A new images of the Lexus, the new twenty twenty one IS. Just a bit in person. Nothing. I mean, the car was already unveiled. You know, nothing like secrets being out there. And um, some person sent them to me. It seemed pretty legit. That decent following said, "Hey, I got these pictures." I'm like, "Oh, did you take them?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's great. Do you mind if we share them?" I'm like, "Of course, we can share them." I'm sure. Tagging you, whatever. Let's go right ahead. Other accounts already had them, which is I found odd. So right. Maybe he shared them to the other accounts. So I shared them, and then um, yeah. So this it wasn't his. <laughs> it turned out, and the actual owner just I guess went nuts. Um, Kyle, the copyright complaint. I mean, I finally got in contact with him. Uh, and he was like, he never told me this until it was taken down. And then, then he filed a copyright complaint. So I was like, here's where I sent it, or I got it from, you know. Right. So yeah, I sent like, it to him. He's like, oh, thank you, for letting, thank you for letting me know where you got it from. Sorry about the misunderstanding. I was like, oh, okay. And was he like a professional photographer that had no. done this? Or oh, was no, he just like a spy shooter? Like, no, no, he, he has his own, um, inst- I don't want to like, no, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm not trying to like dig, <laughs> trying to I'm, I'm just out. trying to like get yeah, context, but, like, no, he's, um, uh, I think he used to work for Lexus, big part, big person in the Lexus community. So what um, was his, he has a decent following. Yeah. So he he's was, the one, he's the one who took the, it was like a video, I think. Okay. And I guess this person, I guess, must have taken screenshots of it and then sent it out to a whole bunch of accounts claiming gotcha. it was theirs. No, was he? Was the guy who sent it out to you? Was he like looking for compensation, or is he just trying to be like some hero? Like, hey, like not at all. He's like, yeah, just tag me, I'll be fine. Like, oh, sure, that's okay, great. And then the guy who actually did it, he's pissed because he's like, oh no, this is for this is exclusive for my account. Or is yeah, it, I yeah, guess okay. so. All right. I mean, normally people are not like that at all. That no. Just go out and copyright a picture. Of, someone took a screenshot of their YouTube video. Like, it's crazy. I mean, look, like if I so, go back and look at some of my biggest YouTube videos, like you, like YouTube, what it'll do is it'll tell you like 
two things it'll tell you anytime that you've like let's say i put like a song in my video that's copyright yeah so uh it'll tell me that it'll be like hey you you can't use this we've muted your video don't worry about it you can do whatever you want but you can't monetize it okay yeah. fine or uh it'll also tell me that uh, my content is being used elsewhere. So it'll say like, Hey, like, so there's so many like Russian dance remixes of my Lamborghini snowdrift video. Wow. Like the what? weirdest shit. Like That's... the weird, they put like wow. sepia, like film grain, like weird things, over, like filters. So it looks different <laughs> and it's just me. It's like me talking, but you don't hear my voice cause they've muted it and just like put like That's dance really music. It's wow. so there's music videos of it. It's like very odd stuff, but like I never I never I never start the fight. I never claim them because they, yeah. they have no views. Like, you know, if, if something has like eighteen hundred views, I'm like, I don't care. Like you're yeah. not making any money off of this. I it doesn't exactly. bother me. And it's so bizarre <laughs> that I kinda like it there because I want to show somebody this. It's it's super odd. That's, wow. But again, like <laughs> Um, if somebody like, let's say, you know, if, if a larger YouTuber, like a known YouTuber just like stole my shot, I'd be mad. Yeah. Like, and if it wasn't oh, in the gosh. context of, Hey, look at this from Tedward. And it was just like, you know, a compilation. I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, it's in a million yeah. compilation videos and that's fine too. Cause I'm like that, whatever. Um, but yeah, I guess the weird thing for Instagram is like it, it isn't directly monetized. Like if someone steals no. my video and monetizes it, then yeah, I can get a little mad about that. But like for Instagram, like if you have one image of that and it's like, like that image is not worth much money to you because if you look at how you earn money, it's going to be through like a dealer who's like, Hey, can you promote yeah. my thing? And like, here's, you know, here's X amount of dollars. And you're like, yeah, I'm at this place showing this car. You get what you need because you're getting direct access to a car. They get what they need because now you're advertising their dealership. Like, Hey, everybody wins. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. nobody's hurt. Right. And also exactly. you are not really an opinion page you tend to just display facts so it's not like oh now he's getting paid yeah. to show me the bmw grill like nobody gives a shit no like, exactly <laughs> yeah i don't i'm not here to like be making money off of people's photos you know right <laughs> sharing so, the information and sharing it with people yeah so this guy so this guy he, he tells you after the fact like yep i made a copyright claim and you've you've it sounds like you've accumulated a few along the way and <laughs> just from uh, <laughs> i mean he these. actually never told me i got the email about it and i was like um what happened is like oh yeah yes i'm sorry i sent it out before i couldn't get into contact oh, and all okay. that. which is i mean like oh. it's somewhat understandable because the button's there you know what i mean and like yeah I, it's actually oh yeah i'm sorry no no i i like i get the temptation to hit the button to be like report this is mine like you know, you don't know this guy, what's going on. But yeah. like a lot of times, most people, unless they're like creepy Russian music videos, are probably just <laughs> normal people that are going to help you out and be like, oh, shit, like I got this from somewhere else. Yeah, but I, the other weird thing was apparently I had this some for some reason, this person's account was blocked. So he couldn't get into contact with me. I'm like, why would his account be blocked? So I would find out from someone else that he had a story post, too. Saying, "Oh my gosh, all these accounts are stealing my photos. Go report them." Oh, he has, a, he has a decent amount of following too. Okay, I don't even think this did it. <laughs> At the end of the day, Jeez, yeah. I get the notification. It was just like a, a, a storm coming down into the wind in like twenty four hours. <laughs> oh my god! But and then I'm just, I'm like, okay, I got the notification, dismissed, and talking about it. Like, okay, whatever. I would say two hours later, I get a notification of the side thing on my Mac. I swipe it over. said, your Instagram account has been disabled. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, the world just stopped. In a heartbeat, it just stopped. And I'm like, what is this? Are you kidding me? And I mean, luckily, I had this. I mean, I have a whole bunch of accounts just yeah. to have them. But I had this other account because I was going to start working on, on making it. And I was eventually going to turn into like a, a company, like an actual like media company. Right. I was going to call it like Alt Car News J Teco. Is that I do logo design and graphic design and like social media management on the side, sure. <laughs> on the top, on top of all of this stuff. So I want to combine them into one and make like a company. So I created an account for it. But thank God I did. <laughs> so I mean, I panicked. You know, I didn't really. I never felt like, oh my God, it's over, at all. Like, right. I, I, I mean, yeah, it, thought, it went through my mind a little bit in a second, but my big thing was I need to get this back up and running as fast as I possibly can. Right. And the longer you wait, the worse it's going to get. And uh, not even that. It's just like, I need to let people know that 
I'm not gone. I'm not, I'm still here. Yeah. So I, I mean, I tried, I started reaching out to like some of the closer people I know um, on Instagram. Like, Hey, can you try to let people know about this? And then other people just start catching on and catching on and catching on. And I, I contacted Salman and he's like, Oh my God, what? Tell me what happened. And then right. he did a whole video on it. I mean, I got um, one of the writers from Car and Driver hit me up. They followed me back again. I got, um, I've had partnerships with dealerships and they follow me, trying to support me. I mean, it's just crazy. Well, and that's another thing is like you're like there's there's like income involved where it's like yeah you, oh yeah like and and you're like oh my god like without this following like how do I set my price like you everything you're like how do I set my prices like what do I do? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's it's crazy because I mean I was start, I was just starting to make money off of the ad revenue from put, putting ads on Instagram exactly, and then, I mean YouTube started blowing up for me too, and I was using you know the Instagram. To, uh, the feed the youtube mostly thankfully i have a good amount of followers now right yeah, a small amount but um it's always hard to transfer it's always hard to go from one to oh, the yeah. other it's hard to say like hey go follow my instagram or hey go follow my youtube oh it's yeah like... it's really rough <laughs> you know i started <laughs> started getting really tricky with that link function on instagram because i would make a post i would like throw up a story post and i throw that youtube link on when I, if it was anything related to like a car brand i'm like i'm gonna put it to that youtube video so if they swipe up that's <laughs> gonna go right to there I got really slick. I developed the whole like, thing um, of how I can like try to trick people to click that link down below. And now you're just it's watching really your funny. whole world crumble down. You're like, oh my god, I don't yeah, even have oh, ten thousand followers. I can't give them the link. I can't do the swipe <laughs> yeah, up. I, I can't know. do this. Oh man, it's crazy. But I mean, I'm happy. I, I constantly have people like helping me and try to shout me out or like trying to help rebuild. Like, we're all here. I mean, uh, what I was saying, I'm trying to look at all the positive at the end of this because one of the big things I wanted to do is I wanted to start doing more videos on myself and promoting them, like talking about the cars and stuff, not sure. only on YouTube, but on Instagram as well. And, you know, I guess now I know I kind of have like a really good loyal following. Like most of the people that I have now are very loyal. Like they love what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I'm looking at right now. Cause like, I mean, like you're, I think you've, you've regained, you're getting closer to 10,000. I think you're on like six or seven right now, Yeah. which I anticipate is going to like just explode and it'll be a slow burn, but it's going to, it's going to explode um, and, get, yeah. and bring you back. The problem is like, you know, you think about like that many followers over the course of that many years, it's like, oh, there's so many dead accounts. There's so many, this, there's so many, that. It's like that number just starts looking daunting. Yeah, um, it was funny because one of my followers was like, oh my God, you know what's the saddest thing? You don't have Gordon Ramsay and Joe Rogan following you anymore. I'm like, don't remind me. <laughs> oh, dude. All right. I'm all like, right. oh, come on. That is brutal. <laughs> Ooh. I'm like, oh, don't remind me. <laughs> See, that's why it's but, like, I laugh because like, oh, I don't laugh. It's not funny. But like, I think about that. Like, uh, you know, when, when this <clears> happened <throat> to you, I just instantly thought of, of Will Lee, PTSRS, because I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, all of, all of what he posts. I mean, those photos all come from sources and he, you know, he gets yeah. those sources because it's like, it's, it's either, um, very rarely is it a dealer, but it's usually an owner, um, yeah. you know, who's like, Hey, this is my card. This is how I expect it. They have lots of conversation about it. And then he's collecting the photos. He's telling them what photos to take and how to do it and get it. But like, I mean, hell, if somebody decided like, what if, <laughs> what if that owner paid a photographer to take those photos, didn't tell Will, like sends it up. And then that photographer is like, what the hell, man, you're capitalizing on my work. Yeah. Um, yep. you know, this is some scary stuff. Definitely. It's, it's a scary, the whole thing's insane. It, and it's actually getting more out of control. I was noticing with the whole copyright thing, people were just throwing it left and right. Um, Cause now people, now it's all the truth coming out. Everyone's reaching to me about like, Oh yeah, there's all these ridiculous things. I, I didn't even do this. It's copyright claims. And I was like, oh my God. Well, that's the fear this too, is, is not... that like, you know, you want to, you like the, the tool of a copyright claim is very useful because it's like, Hey, yeah. I'm watching somebody take my stuff and make money off of it. Like that's, that's, that's copyright. Right? Yeah, that's definitely. how it works. Um, but the scary thing is if somebody who's just malicious wants to do that and has a bit of a following and can gain support from their followers to go report you as well, definitely it's like that it's it's the mob mentality it's like now that you've got a mob coming down the down the street with their pitchforks and torches now instagram's like oh that must be real because of all these yeah. pitchforks and torches <laughs> yeah exactly you know i'm i'm no stranger to having all my followers attack me or <laughs> like try to correct me in my comments i have fights constantly with people it's, it's hilarious but dms and comments but um no, I started getting all these notifications like, hey, hey, this is this person's like, oh, okay, I'll tag them. You know, so what happens gonna, now? I, I mean, don't steal posts from, you know, sounds, what ha I mean. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah it, it sounds like, it sounds like you like kind of 
like figured this out quickly and am I wrong in thinking like you don't expect to get your account back? I mean, I am always operating. This is one of my worst. I mean, maybe it's a good trait. I'm always operating on like death. Like <laughs> I just think it's the worst <laughs> possible thing that could happen to anyone. I'm like one of those people that are like, oh yeah, I'm not going to go on that roller coaster because I could die or I could fall off or I could like break. You know, I'm, I'm constantly sure. thinking of all the problems and stuff. So I'm always operating at like the worst possible thing, a case that could happen. So I'm just building this up as strong as I can. I mean, behind the scenes, I've been nonstop for the past three days trying to figure this out. This person's not responding to me. They don't seem to be wanting to be helpful, which is really annoying. So, I mean, I'm trying my best to try to get back. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't, I'm not going to be, you know, oh, I'm never going to do this again. This is a whole waste of my life. Why would I keep doing it? Because I love doing it. And, you know, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to do that just because of this. And what yeah, you, yeah, what do you do? I mean, who do you contact? Like what, ha- like what you, f- you must feel so isolated other than the people that you know that can like help you kind of rebuild the brand yeah. on the other side. But like, I mean, it's not like you're like, oh, let me just call like 1-800 Instagram. Oh my God. Insta- let me tell you, Instagram and Facebook are the absolute worst. They have no people. You cannot get in touch with a person. No, they don't There's exist. There's no number. There's no number. There's no email. You cannot contact them. It's that FAQ help center style thing. So even if you were to like file a um, appeal or something, it's all through like a bot. So it, it could end up in a horrible situation for no apparent reason. If there was a person involved, I could totally understand something would be figured out, you know, but it's not that case. Oh my God. These big companies and that's what they want to do. <laughs> but It's ridiculous. So I'm just not in the best situation in terms of that. But, you know, I'm still just trying to look at the brightest sides of everything and um, keep going. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to stop. Yeah. Like, all right. So for anybody out there, (laughs) when I heard this story, when I when I saw I mean, I kind of just saw it unfold and I don't remember it must have. You know what it was? I think you followed me on the uh, JTECO account. Oh. And I was just like, oh, that's weird. And then I looked and I was like, what is going on? Like, what on earth is going on? And that's yeah. when I'm like, I, I I, was blown away because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, granted, like you are in some respects, I don't know if it's fair to call it, you're not really a repost account, like in reality, but obviously like a lot of like your content isn't like, it's researched by you. It's, 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 it's developed by you, but it's not necessarily yours, right? Like, I mean, you didn't, for the most part, like if you get like an image, right? It's like, I mean, you oh, didn't go take oh, no, the image, yeah. right? So like, no, no, it, yeah, so you always, it like, yeah, you always run this risk of, of, of like, Ooh, like if somebody decides to turn on me, like, you know, that's kind of where you're at. Um, and, and so for me, it's like, there's this one side where I'm like, Oh my God, this could happen to anybody. This is other side where I'm like, Oh man, these, there's this like open risk to accounts like yours that yeah. is and there's so many accounts like that do that are that are far more blatant about, <laughs> about oh, yeah. what they oh, take they from people. people stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's so tricky. So like what advice would you have to like A avoid it happening or B yeah. like what do you do to recover? Like what is the recovery plan? Now you're going to have a playbook of no, what yeah. to do. I- yeah, I already have it all planned out in my head, thankfully. <laughs> but I mean, there, I've learned a lot from Instagram and how like the algorithms work and how everything in that stuff works. And one of the big things I noticed with the reposting thing actually is if there are so many people that repost it, it'll actually start deleting posts by automatically because it doesn't want so many on the platform of like the same thing. What? Like I, I've had a few people repost. Um, I did a, a news story a while ago. I made a render. Um, this is, this is my con. I made the render. I made the post. I have so many people read, like re Instagram or whatever the app thing that does it. Oh, they oh, took yeah, yeah, down, yeah. they took down mine and a whole bunch of others because, and I was like, I got no notification, nothing. I was like, Hey, where did this post go? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm scrolling down. I'm scrolling down. I start Google searching stuff. I was like, yeah, Instagram's starting to remove repeated posts just to not have them on the platform. Dude. Like that's ridiculous. The, so, so I talk about this with Will Lee all the time because he'll be like he'll 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 post stuff that used to get you know x thousand likes right, and yeah. and now it's like oh like a f- you know maybe maybe you know only five out of ten will get that and the rest of them like just kind of dwindle and you're like and yeah and, and and he'll ask me like oh hey did you see this like Burgundy GT3 Speedster and I'm like no 
nope, it's not in my feed. <laughs> and then three days later, it'll pop up and it'll be like, yeah, yeah, three days ago, Will posted this thing. And I'm like, I mean, the the, the algorithm for Instagram is so out there now and it's oh, and yeah. it's just to get you to look at like a sexy body or a cute puppy or like yeah. that's it like if you go to your homepage, yeah. like your your homepage, it's scary your homepage knows more about you than you know about yourself like <laughs> yeah like kids don't have to come out anymore because they'll fi- figure out they're gay by their yeah. homepage. like there's a lot of naked dudes on this <laughs> on this right now jeez and which that's really funny too because like i don't so my instagram i try to only follow like car stuff because i figure yeah. you know that's that's always been the thing like if you have a car account, you follow car accounts. It helps you grow because it tells Instagram who you are. You don't go Definitely. follow a bunch of dog accounts and cat accounts. If I look at my homepage, I don't follow any any models. I don't follow anything. You just see like shirtless dudes at a pool. And I'm like, I don't know where you're getting this. Like, <laughs> like you're right. But <laughs> like, I haven't really told you that this is what I want to look at. And it's like, yeah. it's so bizarre. I'm like, why isn't it just cars? Um, and and so the algorithm is really kooky now and it doesn't make oh, sense. It's crazy. And like you're just along for the ride. Yeah, no, you really are at some points. And it's weird. I've noticed that a lot of the car stuff, is, I don't know why it gets paired with like watches or it gets paired with like clothing. I'm like, I don't follow any of this stuff. And then I end up following it because like, eh, it's, it's kind of nice. They're so good at it. They're so good at that conversion, <laughs> man. They know what oh, to do. It's crazy. They know what to do. They're like, oh, you like yeah. mechanical stuff. You like that wheel. You know what? Other people who like that wheel really like the backside of this automatic <laughs> Rolex. It's like, it's crazy. It's the weirdest, weirdest stuff you could possibly think will pop up in there. And like, I have no idea where this came from. So what's next? But, I mean, how, what's the, what's the, what's the go forward plan? Cause like, I don't look at you. You're clearly not throwing in the towel. You are going no. full force into this. <laughs> not at all. No, I'm just not going to stop. I mean, everyone's like, don't stop. Don't stop. I'm not, of course I know I'm not going to stop, but I'm not going to keep it the same. Like I want, I've been wanting, I've been feeling a lot of changes wanting to come to the thing and grow it even more than what I've already been doing. Um, so I definitely want to focus more on doing more original, like live content of myself, like filming things and actually going out and taking photos and stuff. Just, sure. I mean, I've been going out to loads of like more cars and coffee because there's so much around here for me and like my area to go out to. Like, oh, I'm lucky to have it. And, you know, it started this summer, really, I think the biggest, um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to reach out to dealerships. I'm going to be that kid who's going <laughs> to reach yeah. out to the dealerships, like, can I come check out your car? And I did it with the new Defender once in June. And it just, it literally just blew up from there. I mean, I had deal- the dealership across the street somehow found the video, contact me, was like, do you want to come check out our car? So I'm like, yeah. okay. And then, you know, I got people from, uh, I got someone from Lexus, um, corporate Lexus, who reached out to me. was like, do you want to come drive the new LC uh, 500 convertible in New York City? I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm not going to say no to that. So, I mean, I'm lucky to be like in the area where I have all this stuff too. So it's great. But, and of course, my biggest partners right now is BMW of Ridgefield in Connecticut. Yeah. We've um, been doing a lot with them and we're really great. We're doing more stuff in the future as well. Isn't it weird when but, you have to figure out your price list when you're like, how do I, like, cause you're just like, I know I'm supposed to get paid for this stuff. And then you're just uh, like, let me look around and no one wants to talk about what they get paid. I don't charge anything. What? <laughs> you're crazy. Oh my God, yeah. you're crazy. You got to charge I him. You got to charge him. And it's, it's not, it's it just no. for the, sorry, sorry, BMW Ridgefield. He's got to start charging it. Um, no, you got to, you got to charge. You got to, you got to get paid because you're putting in work, yeah. you're promoting them. You are selling cars. You are selling cars. Yeah. I mean, I figured that just doing the YouTube and the ad revenue would be good for me. Yeah. Yeah. It helps. It helps. I mean, it's not the, it's not the best thing in the world, but <laughs> at, at all, but um, when it does work, it works. And so what, what do yeah. you, sorry to cut you off. What do you do in yeah. your normal life? Like you, you were you, it, like this already. I'm like, where do you have time to go to school? Do you, <laughs> do you know any other human beings your age or do you just hang out with like uh PR people from major manufacturers? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, no, I really have made this like a huge, a huge aspect of my life. Like I consider it like it's a piece of me, you know, yeah. it's crazy to say. But no, I have my friends. A lot of my friends now are up in Massachusetts because I made so many at school. And we're actually one of the few schools that decided to be home. So I'm home. And everyone else here went back. So I don't have anyone here right now. <laughs> so I'm trapped here. So I've been really like 
focusing on this a lot more in school at the same time. So I guess I kind of had a bit more free time to work on it. What's but, what's what's like remote school like? I don't. I've never oh, it's done horrible. that. Horrible. Yeah. It just picture yourself FaceTiming um for six. I mean, how my schedule works? I have six hours straight class. Oh my god. Days. I'm staring at a screen. My eyes are like beating in the back of my head. I'm like, I can't. Do this so now anymore. I feel now I feel bad that I made you do this FaceTime. Like, oh no, no, not at all. <laughs> Immediately not at all. after. <laughs> no, it's completely fine. It's a nice getting break from it. No, at this point, I'm used to it. I'm just like oh, <laughs> staring at everything, but it, it's nice now because I get to appreciate going on runs and going outside now. When I have, <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, the world's so nice. I'm not staring at a screen the whole day, but. It's just crazy. I, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Were you part of any like sports teams or anything? Or Yeah. Um, I mean, not in college. I did track and field for four years in cross country, that stuff. Okay. I so mean, you have I, like, I probably... you've got the therapy, the, the run therapy thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to do soccer and frisbee and all that stuff. So I like to be out and active. So I'm not stuck inside all day. But um yeah, I mean, now now that I am stuck inside, I started growing a lot more in Formula One, which is great. And I'm wearing my <laughs> Red Bull F1 right now. Yeah. But yeah, and I, I, it's nice talking to people about that, too. I started doing that. A whole bunch of people were really interested in that. They were like, hey, why don't you start doing this, too? I'm like, I'll try. Right. <laughs> if Formula, I have the time to. Yeah, Formula One is one of those things where like a lot of my friends will literally dedicate all of their vacation time to traveling. Yeah. I mean, not this year, obviously, but in past years, it was like, oh, we're going to Australia. We're going to Spain. We're going to Italy. We're going. And I'm just like, I'm like, I, I like I'm in it. For, I'd, I'd go for the vacation. I'm like, I just don't know anything about this. Like, what am I even watching? I oh, don't yeah. understand it. And it's like such an expensive spectator sport. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So like, even if it's in Canada where I can drive there, uh, it's it's not cheap. Oh, not at all. I, I was looking at the tickets for I think last year's Grand Prix. I'm like, what is? This? That was <laughs> I'll watch it on TV. I'm not going there. No, it's, it's totally, insane. It's totally crazy. And yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like there's so many. The, the interesting thing for me about Formula One is that it's not even about the drivers. It's like about the team. It's about the oh owners. God. It's about the financial backers. Oh it's my about gosh, yeah. like it's about like who's going where because there's so much backstabbing and like yeah. And it's a soap opera. Formula One is the most expensive soap opera a hundred percent ever and and i get why people get caught up in it because for me the driving now like the driving doesn't really even do it for me in formula one because modern day formula one is like so safe and like god you know i don't want i don't want anyone to get hurt of course not but what i do think is that we live on a planet of what seven billion people or is it more than that now Maybe it's more. Yeah, I think it's like I, I, seven. It's some crazy number. <laughs> There's got to be 30 people who are willing to still strap themselves to a V10 manual on shitty yeah. tires and careen down the Nurburgring Nordschleife. <laughs> like, it's, like there, there are people who will do it, and it's and, oh yeah, and it's like I'd, I'd watch that. But I know yeah. again, I don't want these people to get hurt. I don't. I am all about increased safety standards, but it has neutered yeah. the experience. Quite a bit. <laughs> of course, no. But like a perfect case in point was. Um, there was two weekends ago. There was an F. I don't even know where it was. I mean, it was boring. They literally just went. The most exciting. The most exciting <laughs> thing about this race was a, a cloud, a storm cloud, possibly going to come over the track, and maybe it's going to start raining and that you know shake up things with tires and everything. But otherwise, it was like. It was Hamilton one again. This happened. No crashes. I'm like, oh, okay. It's I over. know. And the margin for error is just like zero, and none of them make mistakes, and it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just and, like okay. But, but last weekend, this Sunday, huge crash. Everyone's like, oh, my God, the craziest race of the season. I'm like, okay, so you guys are all living off the crash. I know. <laughs> so. It's like we all pretend that we're living off the racing now. We're living off yeah. the crashing. Because the second there's yeah. a crash, that's what gets shared. That's what everyone wants to talk about. And then and then they want to follow the after party, the soap opera of, oh, of course. the guy yelling at the other guy in the pits and all that stuff. It's so yeah. – it's crazy. And I, I get it. Like it is fun to watch, but it is genuinely just like – outrageously rich people reality tv it's it's, <laughs> yep. it's crazy like like it is reality tv because essentially nothing happens and everyone's furious <laughs> oh yeah I, you know what really got me into it was i binge watched the netflix series on it there's a netflix documentary yeah and i was like oh this is kind of interesting so right before <laughs> getting... right before covid yeah. I, st- I watched like two episodes like my friend had this movie theater in like their building in boston and they're like hey we're gonna like have food and drinks and watch this show and i and, yeah and i watched like three episodes of it and i'm like okay i'm in 
let's do this. I will travel with you guys. Like, this is fun. I, I think I get it. I'll learn. And then COVID hit like two months later, three months later. And I was like, I think it's all over. I'm not <laughs> like, like, there's no, there was no season. There was, I mean, there is yeah, now, no, but there was wasn't. So it really, I mean, it really killed it. Yeah, it really did. I mean, thankfully things look like they're getting shaken up. There's big driver moves, neat, um, teams changing their names, massive shakeups are happening. So hopefully things are going to get more exciting in that aspect. Yeah. But, well, yeah. what are you excited for in the car industry? Because I mean, you, oh, you have the biggest pulse and, and like, like it's funny cause nobody knows more about both like uh, a Tucson or like the new Maserati MC 20 yeah. than you do. Like the, the spectrum of what you know about is crazy. Cause like, yeah. my little world it's like oh do you know all the chassis codes about bmw and do you know how to identify porsches you're like yeah that's like uh all car news like not even 101 that's like 100 yeah <laughs> definitely i mean i, I kind of scare myself when i'm like why do i know all this stuff i mean it's like weird things that i know like i know like parts that aren't on specific cars that shouldn't be on this one it's just the strangest thing at this point but i mean exciting things jeez there's <laughs> just so much i mean i know lexus is supposed to be having a lot of cool stuff coming out recently or well, coming out soon sure um but in a half hour we have the new nissan z coming out so i know oh that. that's right dude i actually i'm <laughs> yeah. glad you reminded me because i i didn't set an alarm but i was looking at things and uh, but i'm always like late to that party it's like i'm not sitting here for months and months going oh when's it coming yeah. it's like i saw a post yesterday that's like yeah it's gonna come up at eight o'clock and i'm like oh yeah. okay i'll i'll watch that you know um and that's exciting uh i you know it's hard to watch new cars debut when there's so much hype around them and we saw that happen in the worst way with the supra i think the supra was like 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 bad marketing like a great example of like bad build-up bad marketing because it's not a bad car it is it is a good car it just isn't what it was supposed to be no and it killed it like and I can tell you now, the Z is gonna. <laughs> I feel so bad. I feel so bad from the Supra. I'll tell you now before it even comes out. It's gonna have the twin turbo V6. It will have around 400 ish horsepower, possibly more. That's that's a big deal for it. For, for it will for be Z. under forty thousand dollars starting. It will have a six-speed manual. It will be really drive and retro looks to look pretty cool. You know what's so, crazy about the Z? So the the cycle of the three seventy Z. This is how it started. It started up on cloud nine. Oh my god, we got a we got a new Z car. It's fantastic. This is great. Yeah. And then like five years go by and people are like, they're still making this goddamn thing. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and then a couple more years go by, no one even remembers it. And then like I drove one. It's funny because they did. There's two anniversaries. Uh, yeah, th- that's how long that car has been out. Yep. <laughs> There's two anniversaries of that car. I drove the second uh, one like two years ago. And I remember thinking to myself, I had been hating on this car for like three or four years prior to that. And then I drove it. I'm like, man, isn't it great? They still make old cars. This thing's great. Like it feels like a car. It just behaves yeah. like a car. And I think Subaru does the same thing with the STI. It's like ancient. It's ancient. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's so gosh, refreshing yeah. to drive it. It's crazy how um, Subaru like propelled themselves into like the future, like in like a snap of a. But it was interesting because they they went from like archaic to like here's all the technology you could ever have in a car in like two years. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, it's just bizarre because they give you all this like safety technology, but the car oh, itself is still just Ugh. so like I I caught a lot of flack because I really shit on the legacy <laughs> in my video. Like I I just even in the title I, heard. I, I was like no soul and. <laughs> everybody who likes subaru is like they they fucking hate me now which is fine but i'm like dude go like and the thing is the people who are like disliking it and commenting on it they own the car they literally own the car and i'm like i'm so i'm like i'm not sorry but like i can't defend your choice you made a poor choice like this is a grandma car and even my parents the car was in the driveway and my mom was like I know your grandma doesn't have a new car, but I keep looking out the door and seeing it in the driveway and thinking she's here. And that's what it looks it's like. It's boring. It looks yeah. like your grandma's home. And I mean, then, there's no life to yeah. it. It's a nice car, but it's just... Ugh. I mean, it's you know, fine. It's it's a car in the most yes. basic sense. But like, do you remember what legacies used to be? You get like the Spec B, yeah. you get the GT. Like Those were like pretty fun. Yeah, no, and this is a comparison I've told people and they're like, are you insane? And so... um, 
<laughs> my grandpa has a he's a big BMW guy. He has a 335i uh, convertible, 2009. Okay. And and a Nissan. Um, what is the SUV? The Murano. The Murano. Looking one. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what we're moving cars around from house to house. I was driving. I drove both of those cars in the same day. And you know the BMW, nice. It drives really nice. Sure. The steering. It's just a weird thing. I'm focused on the steering. And I was like, oh, I love the steering of this car. It's just great. I got in the Murano. I'm steering it with my pinky. It's like whoosh, like a loosey goosey type thing. And then I get back in my Impreza, <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. You know, it's, it's it's okay. I have a car. It's not that expensive. It doesn't drive great, but the steering is really similar to the BMW. It, it is. And because it, it was, well, I, I still have the ones when they were hydraulic steering. Yeah. Now they all switch to electric steering. And I tested out the new Crosstrek and. It, present like oh my god this is horrible what did they do and it just it was just one weird thing i tell people like what are you talking about you're comparing a and subaru to a impreza to a three series get out of here and i'm like drive them back to back feel the steerings and then go into the modern cars and you're going to be blown away yeah it's the way <laughs> it's to go. crazy the analog stuff is so um it just feels so much better it does but, yeah and, and it's like it's amazing when you can get into totally different cars and find similarities it's like you're seeing through the matrix it's like that yeah definitely and and it's really important to do that because sometimes the badges and appearances really skew your idea of what something is it's like driving an aston martin vantage you need to see through the aston martin and start seeing okay like let's feel the mercedes influences like let's see where this was taken from like why does this feel like this um and at the end of the day, you're like, this is just like a really handsome and slightly less aggressive AMG GT. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, all right. And you know, people, you say that and people go ballistic. That's, I, I try to point out all of the things like this is from this person. This is from this, this person. You know, these are the differences. And like it or not, this is how it is. And they're like, no, 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 it's not. It's Mercedes. Oh, Mercedes. This is how they, I'm like. I'm sorry, it's not like how it's that not. Is. You know, the best way to do it is, and it's not readily available because they're all destroyed because they were all terrible. You go drive like a 1990 Maserati, like bi turbo, and then go drive oh, like yeah. a Chrysler LeBaron or something. <laughs> you, know, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you find those things, you're like, oh, this is all really just the same junk, yeah, repackaged exactly. and rebadged, <laughs> and they put some fancier leather and whatever. It's like it's yeah. crazy what used to happen, but it's crazy. I, I don't know, but all right, yeah. so. Let's wrap up. Thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything that we can do to help you <laughs> build back all car news the way it is it was? Because I, I know it's coming. I know it's going to happen. It's just a matter yeah. of how long it takes. And I'd like that time frame to be as short as possible for you. Thank you so much for that. But um, I mean, I'm still, as far as I'm going, I'm just pushing this new account right now. The other account's not gone. It's disabled so it's like still there i'm trying my best to get it back and i have no idea what's going to happen with that my big goal in the long run is if it really does go away and that username becomes available i'm like switch right over this and like take it back yeah of course but um i don't i don't know if that's going to happen and i'm just operating under it's not so i'm pushing this account and i'm still all still all car news it's not changing it's everywhere all car news you just google it it'll come up everywhere i think that's what i my big goal is to have it like all across all platforms and have everyone getting the same content as much as they can and i want to build like this community back up even like more local than ever i have people all over the world country and whatever but i really want to build more like a, the northeast area like we have a nice really solid community over here i want to turn it into something like that was created over in like europe or over in california and stuff and that was one of that's one of my big goals to do in the long run actually well i hope you keep going because you 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 make just such digestible quick content that like teaches me stuff and keeps me on my toes because like a lot of times i see stuff and i'm like i didn't even know that was coming i probably should have known that was coming and (laughs) Like, you know, that, like, I, I learn a lot from your, I learn a lot from your Instagram account. That's not something you can say about most people's Instagram accounts. I don't learn anything from most people's Instagram accounts. I learned that you went somewhere and that you have more money than me. That's what I usually learn about on Instagram. (laughs) But you, I learn stuff. I hear about the industry. I see where things are going. I see where the struggles are. I see where the excitement's coming. I don't necessarily care about the Tucson, but I appreciate yeah. your, I appreciate the fact that you still <laughs> yeah. make time for it. <laughs> I just it's just one of the things I throw out there, but yeah, it's just I love I really have grown to love educating and like teaching people about all these weird things that I've like accumulated the knowledge of over time, 
And I think I'm definitely going to like try to like push that a lot more because everyone's really interested in all this stuff. And I didn't realize it. I'm like, well, I'm a big bank of, I'm a big uh, living with Wikipedia of it. So like, let's sort of like spew it back out in some form or the other. So yeah. Well, let's get you so back on. Let's get you back on in like six months and see where you're at. I think it'll be <laughs> we'll back. See. I think we'll be all right, but thanks Hopefully. for coming on. And uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's keep this moving. Yeah. Thank you. So what do you think? Isn't this guy amazing? I think I think his determination, his willpower is fantastic. I mean, yeah, can worse things happen to you than your Instagram getting disabled? Of course, but when you've worked really hard for something that you're passionate about, when it's all taken away from you, that's pretty devastating. And I'm just so impressed that he's leveraging his network. Hopefully, hopefully Joe Rogan comes back, but that's besides the point. I think it's also inspiring to see so many folks posting stories, telling his story to a larger audience, because, you know, once you're disabled, you've lost your access to those followers. So people like Salamandran and his other followers coming out of the woodwork, putting up stories, telling people what's going on, why it's gone, and how to follow him on All Car News Jay Teco. That's big. So I hope you're having a wonderful day making the most of this 2020 hellscape. Just keep pushing. Don't forget to respect the drive, and I'll see you in the next one.